Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Well, hello there. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Husband Factory Podcast. And we are in for a real treat. One of the things that I always want women to realize is that there are good men out there, which is why I started Meet the Bachelor series. I started that series because I found that women were settling. Women were feeling like this is all that that's out there. You know, the men that were less than what they wanted, that treated them less than what they wanted to be treated, that were not on the same page with them spiritually. They were still settling for those men and getting in relationships with them because their biological clock was ticking or because they just felt like there's nothing else out there compared to what's out there. He's a good man. But no, the Bible says that you will have exceedingly and abundantly above all you should ask, you can ask or think. So your husband should be somebody that you're like, wow, I can't believe God blessed me with, with such a man. That's how you should feel. And they are really, really good men. They're good men that have great Christian values. They're good men that take their relationship with Jesus Christ seriously. There's good men that will love you and honor you, respect you, and that will do everything they can to live with you and treat you the way the Bible says that they will. Like that's their goal. You know, there's men out there like that. And I have one today. Oh yeah. So I have Cameron with me. Cameron goes to another church that, you know, my church is affiliated with, and I think he's awesome. Cameron, welcome. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much, Ms. Makita, for having me here on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here and to talk to you all today. Yeah, yeah, we're glad to have you here. Now, what one of the things that I love about Cameron is that he takes his relationship with God very seriously. Like, he's a real Christian. You know, there's guys that, you know, come to church, maybe even sing in the choir. Maybe they're in media or whatever, serving a department. They might even be the assistant pastor, but their character doesn't line up. Cameron, since I've met him, has always had a good character. Always. As a matter of fact, Cameron, you won worker of the year last year, <laughs> like the best work of the year last year. How was that? <laughs> Were you surprised? Um, I actually was surprised. I was, I know I worked hard that year, but I didn't know that. I guess so many people knew as well, so to say, you know. Yeah, because you were doing it for an audience of one. You're doing it for Jesus. When when I say work of the year, the church had a Christmas workers party. And so he won the worker of the year, you know, which is like a big deal, you know, like as in the the, the church worker of the year. So that's a, a church volunteer of the year. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you like to do? So. Again, guys, my name is Cameron Cooley. I am a current senior at Georgia State University. I'm studying computer information systems, and I'm majoring in cybersecurity. I love technology. I like to go to amusement parks, such as Six Flags, Whitewater. I also like to race cars. I don't know if anybody's ever gone to K1 Speed or Andretti's, but yeah, I like adrenaline-seeking, thrill-seeking type of (laughs) activities. Have you done, um, have you climbed, have you jumped from a plane yet? No, I'm actually looking for people to go with. I would love to go (laughs) skydiving. I'm so serious. There's actually a place that's like an hour from my house that I'm just looking for people to go with. (laughs) 
Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're out there somewhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really good. So do you have any special goals for the future that you want to tell us about? Nothing personal, but just, you know, how do you where do you see yourself in the future? What 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 would you like to happen in your life in the future? Um, where do I see myself in the future? So I do see myself pursuing some type of IT role, whether it be in cybersecurity or data analytics, something where I can apply, you know, the skills that I've acquired throughout college. But aside from that, I want to become a business owner. I'm not sure exactly what type of product or service that I want to provide to the masses, but I do want to make impact through the business world and through providing some type of product or service that will be an impact on the lives of people, whether that be providing them with convenience or giving them information or showing them how to do a certain process or something of that nature, because I feel like that is for sure needed in this generation. Yeah. And cybersecurity, like, oh my goodness, it's, I mean, like today I had so many spam calls. I mean, it's, it's, and then I have so many spam emails. So it's definitely, you're definitely in the field that you're not going to be without a job. And that's great that you decide to even expand it more and have a business. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's good. So I really like that. That's interesting. So I have to confess something to you, Cameron. I had spoken to a girl that you and I both know, and I told her, I was like, are you blind? I said, have you seen Cameron? (laughs) I was like, he is a catch. I mean, he's like one of the most eligible bachelors we have. Like, what are you, like, are you blind? Why haven't you thought of him. And you know what she said? She said, oh, he's like my brother. Now, Cameron is a nice guy, like a genuinely nice guy. He's the type of guy that will go over and above for you. He's the type of guy who's always going to treat you with respect. He's the type of guy that's always going to speak to you with respect and also speak about you with respect. You know, there's some guys that, you know, will talk to you one way, but talk about you another. He's just, he's just a genuinely nice guy. But I find that sometimes the nice guys get friend zoned. And it's because as women, we definitely have some type of value system problem, especially us Christian women. A lot of us are looking for something exotic, something exciting, something that we've never met before. But if you meet a guy that's like your brother, you are actually okay because a guy that's like your brother is the type of guy you should marry because that means he's safe. That means you can trust him. That means that he's okay. That means that he's going to love you and care for you. So that is, you know, what I think. Do you find that women kind of overlook, overlook nice guys? Or is it just me? Oh, no, I for sure agree with you. I think I've been, <laughs> I think I've been friend zone majority of, I'm not going to say majority of my life, but since I got into the dating scene and that sort of thing. And I think it's just because maybe they don't, Maybe they're not exactly sure what they're looking for. And maybe because they've been so familiar or you've been so friendly or that sort of thing, like you do, you don't see them in that maybe attractive sense or, you know, gravitate them as some, as such as someone that you would maybe want to potentially date or things of that nature. So, but no, to answer your question, I agree. I definitely agree that. Friend zone guys and nice guys get friend zone a lot and they get overlooked. Yeah. And it's just plain crazy. 
That's that's why I'm doing this podcast because it's like, okay, so he's not going to cheat on you. He's not going to mistreat you. You're always going to know where he is. He's not going to lie to you. He's not going to ask you to change your standards. In, in fact, he's going to ask you to up to uplift your standards. He's going to ask you, let's grow more. You know, when it comes to your Christian standards, let's get let's get more cl- closer to God. He's going to uplift you in your career or your business, whatever it is that you want to do. So why don't you want him again? You know what I mean? I think, you know, I think we just have to work on our value system as women. Well, that's a really good point. I'm glad that that you see that too. So tell me something. Now, this is kind of personal. What are some of the things that you find attractive in a woman? I know I'm crazy. I, it was like, why did she ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's all good. Some things I find attractive in a woman, I would probably say how they carry themselves and how they treat others in their face and behind the back. Mm. And, you know, I generally... I find that myself, I am attracted to caretakers, people that care about others, people who try to accommodate and comfort others. I also like women who are confident, you know, in themselves and what they know and what they're able to do. Not overly confident to the point of arrogance, but, mm-hmm. you know, just knowing who you are and what you carry. I think that's very attractive as well. I like women who are modest. And style. I'm not overly revealing, not, I guess, how do you say, deceiving or trying to attract the wrong attention. And I also like women who are go getters. Mm-hmm. You know, they set goals, they have dreams, they have a vision, they have a process and a system to ensure that they're achieving that goal or that vision or that dream. Women who are motivated. So, yeah, and that's the hard. Yes. Have you? Did you guys notice he didn't say big butt and long hair, light skin? <laughs> he didn't say any of those things. So, and 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 you're gonna see Cameron's picture. He's he's pretty cute. I mean, he's a good looking guy. So he's not. He's he didn't say anything about the exterior. You know, she knows how to put her makeup well. He, you know, he's st- She's stylish. She's this and that. And those are the things that a lot of us focus on, unfortunately, because. And there's nothing wrong with looking good, right? You should look good, right? You shouldn't look like his grandmother. But you absolutely have to care about the internal. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, how would a guy even notice that I carry myself, that I have confidence? How would he know that I have goals? And that brings me to my next question. Most Christian women naively think that men are clueless. They think that men don't notice them. They think that men don't, you know, and you brought up something really, really Poignant. You said you want a woman that treats people good in front of them and behind their back. So that means he must have seen something, right? You've noticed that there are some women that treat a woman one way, another woman or another friend or another person one way in front of them and then treats them differently. So Cameron, men pay attention, don't they? We do. We for sure do. I know for sure I do. I'm always listening. I'm always observing. I'm always you know, seeing where your mindset is, seeing, you know, what are you thinking about? How did you get to that conclusion? Why are you doing the things that you're doing? Some person is saying X, Y, and Z, but you're saying this. Why are you saying that? Why is this person saying that? Uh, men do watch. We for sure watch. Yeah. And they kind of, they kind of connect the dots. So, and they kind of know if you're for real or if you're not, if you're faking it or if you're, if, or if you're, you know, really trying, if you're really, 
pursuing God or you're not. They kind of know because they look at what you do. What are some of the things that a woman could do that would be a deal breaker for you? Like, let's say you were thinking about being in a relationship with somebody, but then they did something. What are some of the things that they would do that would be like, oh, no, we have to part ways or we can't have a relationship. Let's just be friends. Can you think of anything? Um, Yes, for me, for sure. I don't like women who like to plant seeds of discord. I think that is like a big red flag, whether it be joking, whether it be in, you know, just out of fun. I don't like it when women are intentionally deceiving people or telling others lies or making up things or causing scenes or shifting blame on somebody else. Like things of that, I feel like are, that's a deal breaker for me. I need peace <laughs> to do, <laughs> to do the things that, you know, God has called me to do and peace cannot be in the same place as discord. Like the two are like oil and water. They don't mix. You can't be peaceful and angry or peaceful and having discord all around you at the same time. Like it's it's one or the other. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And I really love how you put it. Like people that are just me, like women think that as long as you're nice, some women, I shouldn't say women, some women think that as long as they're nice to the guy, then, you know, it doesn't matter how they treat other people. But it matters because in the guy's head, he's going to be thinking, okay, tomorrow that could be me that you snap at like that. Or tomorrow that could be me that you started a rumor about. Or tomorrow that could be me that you were mean to. And then you you got other people to be mean to me too. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I also want to add, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I also want to add that Discord is not also always being mean or negative. Discord can also be confusion or manipulation. And that was really what I was going for. Okay. Mm -hmm. Manipulation, deception, deceit, those types of things as well. They're, They're all included under that big umbrella of discord yeah we don't need none of that in our lives (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that is so true and uh, something else that you brought up earlier that i wanted to touch base on you said you don't like when women dress so overtly sexual i am going to do a podcast episode and it's going to be called why must you dress sexy (laughs) because i think a lot of people don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I like that you said that you like modest dressing and that you notice when a woman is not dressed modestly because most women think they're dressing for themselves. Oh, I just happen to like my outfit. Oh, I think I look good. Mm-mm. It matters how you dress. It matters people perceive you a certain way based on your dress. So well, that's a topic for another day, but I, I'm, I'm glad that you brought it up. Did you want to say anything about that? Yes. So... What you dress, the way that you dress, is it, it, I believe that it's an expression of you and yourself and also some of the values that you carry. I know myself being a guy, I don't sag my pants. I don't try to reveal my chest. I don't wear tight clothes. Like there's, there's a certain standard that I have about myself because I'm conscious of the image that I portray to others and what they perceive me as. Another thing is just like, when you're in a formal setting that you wear, you know, formal attire, it's just certain settings you have to be intentional about one, the audience or the group of people that are there that will see you 
Mm-hmm. And how the clothing that you have may represent yourself. You are your own brand wow. and you are your own product and service that you're trying to sell. So I believe that all ties into the way that you dress as well. And certain outfits, of course, attract positive and negative attention, just depending on, you know, the style and things of that nature. So yeah, just be intentional about you know, to all the women out there, be intentional, have a purpose mm-hmm. when you dress. Yeah, it's not just fashion. You know, like there may be some things that you need to fold away and keep until you get married. <laughs> you right, go, right, you right. go out with your husband or, you know, you walk around in the house and let him see you like that. There may be something, you know, just like you said, it depends on the audience. So that's really, really profound. That's powerful. I think I'll invite you back when I do that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now I am going to be doing a conference in two days. It's called the Powerful Purity Conference. And we're talking a little bit about how women can remain sexually pure as a Christian woman. And you were telling me that you didn't realize that that's an issue for a lot of Christian women, that compromise is an issue for them. And it really is. So one of the things I like about you and I respect about you is that you would never, you're a man that... I know would never ask a woman to compromise her Christian values. So tell me a little bit about that. So the same Christian values that you value, I myself am also valuing. Mm -hmm. So I would be hypocritical to, you know, come to you as a woman and to ask you to compromise when I'm striving to be the image in the image of Christ myself. Mm -hmm. That to me doesn't make any sense. It's backwards to me. I believe that we're all called to have good character. We're all called to live a life of purity. We're all called to seek God's righteousness. Mm -hmm. And it would be contradictory or hypocritical to ask you to compromise and go off or go off on a tangent away from, you know, what God has asked of you or what he's already declared in this word. Yeah. You know, what kind of Christian would I be if I were to do that? And that that in itself is also, I'm trying to recall the verse. It's, it's something to the effect of when you train up someone in discord, your, your punishment or your backlash will be like 10 times greater than had you not spoken about it at all. I can't quite remember it. Do you know which one I'm referencing? I don't know if you're trying to say the verse that says, um, you know, you if you're, don't be one of the ones that causes these little ones to sin, because it would have been better um, for you. Is that the one? Yes, I, I think that's, yes, yes. I thought, I could have sworn there was another, well, not sworn, I could mm-hmm. something in relation to that, but that's, Right, right. That's on the basis of what I was trying to explain. Yeah, yeah, but it makes sense. Like, God is going to hold you responsible if you cause somebody else to sin. So why, you know, you have a conscience. You have the Holy Spirit. You have Jesus as your friend that you want to please. You you understand what I'm saying? So that's the importance of, of being in a relationship as a woman with a man that has the same value system as you. I didn't say the man has the same religion. Because there's Christian men that ask you to compromise, honey. There's Christian men that don't have, that haven't developed self-control. 
They haven't developed it and they haven't developed holiness and they haven't developed purity. So sometimes it's not so much they ask you to compromise, but they don't mind if you compromise. So you really need to make sure you seek out men that are like Cameron, that share those same values that are trying, that are striving, that like their goal is to be, like he said, in the image of Christ, their goal is to be better and better every day. Not, and he's not perfect, you know, and I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect, but we're striving. You know, you want to be somebody that's growing and maturing and striving to be better. I am so glad you stopped by. I am so glad it, this has been so awesome. You've been amazing. I know there's some women that are like, ooh, Cameron. <laughs> but yeah, because it's it's so nice and refreshing to hear a guy talk the way you spoke today. So so we're we're really grateful. So guys, so Cameron, please come back. I hope you'll come back. Oh yes, I most definitely will. It, it has been a pleasure being here and discussing with you, Makita, and I'm more than happy to come back and discuss whenever you whenever the opportunity is available. Okay, sounds perfect. Thank you. Okay, so the ladies, please, I'm going to put the, the link in the my show notes in the description box. Please register for Powerful Purity. If you haven't, hey, you have got to get your destiny aligned with God's word. And if you're having, and if you're struggling, I'm here to help. Sexual sin or anything like that can cause your destiny to be derailed. And ain't nobody got time for that. Your destiny should not be derailed. Your anointing should not be lifted from your life. You should be carrying God's grace and God's favor. You know, you don't want to be separated from God. You know, you want your life to always be shining and better and better in his presence. And I'm here to help you do that. So please register if you haven't. And I will see you guys next week. Take care now. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard, out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.